Hey, it's Greg Allen from the Electrician Success Academy. Did you know when you sign up to the Academy Mastermind, you get your very own success manager? This person will hold you accountable to making sure that you are on the right track in your learning so that every single week you are taking milestones and moving forward in your electrical business. Whether it's starting, scaling or automating your business or just wanting to really optimize your profitability or enhance your staff's performance, we have it for you in the Academy Mastermind. Head over to the link in the bio and get your free business strategy session today. How about you, man? Like, what are you doing for social media and all that sort of stuff to stay connected and, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, I've actually got a, a pretty, pretty big social presence myself. Uh, I've got an Instagram. I've got a Facebook page. I've, I've even got a Twitter. You know, one of, one of my biggest success stories, funnily enough, came from came from, you know, trying to get an outreach on Twitter and, and reaching out to, to new Sparkies and such as well. So, you know, I, I like to maintain a, a pretty big product presence on there as well. So, you know, I might post something personal just to, you know, make sure people actually understand who I am. I'm not just a corporate face, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's that. But I, I, do, I do post a lot of product information, but the product information for myself is, is tailored uh, specifically based on having a chat with my blokes and understanding, you know, what it is that they use out in the field, making sure that, you know, even chucking in some little facts here and there, they might not have known about our products. Like you know, a lot of people don't know, we actually have a relay base for our smoke alarms um, that allow you to connect auxiliaries. So, you know, NDIS housing and stuff like that, if you need to put a strobe or uh, some, some, some form of auxiliary, we have a base specifically built for that. You know, a lot of people didn't know that. Mm. Uh, you know, so just just little bits here and there. Like I said, I've got I've got a decent following across both of them, um, but but you know, just making sure that we we stay present on there, reaching out to as many people as we can as well. Um, I think that I I actually reach out to a lot of blokes on social media sometimes that I've never spoken to before. You know, just understanding their scope of work. If if there is any way that they can benefit from myself and from Clipsil as a whole. Um, and you know, even just generating generating new leads and and new partners as a result of that as well. So, so pretty pretty good social presence. Um, you know, I actually reached out to a guy uh, via Twitter out of out of all places. On honestly, out of all the social media for electricians, I really didn't think Twitter would be a success story for me. But you know, there was there was this gentleman that I came across. He actually followed my Twitter, and I had I think twenty followers at the time. So I'm not sure how he managed to find me. But you know, alas, here we are. Uh, sure enough, I started liking my stuff, had a bit of a look at his page and, and reached out to him and, you know, we had a chat. turns out he just got off a big company doing heaps of BMS work, um, stepped out in the field doing his own automation and, you know, pretty much loaded him up with a, with a bunch of goodies and info about, about our home automation options, so our iconic Bluetooth. So we were doing Nero at the time, so, you know, touched on, touched a bit about Nero as well and now he's out in the field doing his own stuff as, as well equipped as he can. So Awesome. Yeah, so it's, you know, so, social media, and I, I sort of stress this to my blokes when I chat with them as well. You know, social media is a very, very good way to network, not just with your fellow Sparkies, but with with experts in the industry as well. Um, you know, and and while I'm here, I do offer a service. I don't charge for it. I just do it because I like doing it. Um, I help Sparkies have a look at their social presence as well, and and help better identify where they can maximize their presence. So I, I help with, you know, understanding Facebook targeting and, and you know, various other analytics that, that can help them out. So um, if any of your listeners would like, um, you can reach out to 
to any of my Facebook pages. I, if you search Ben from Clipsal, you won't have a hard time finding me. Yeah, uh, I, I try to keep my, my presence pretty linear. Um, but just chuck a message, find any of my pages, chuck me a message, let me know if you need some help and, you know, more than happy to have a look at your social media and help, help maximize on that. Awesome, man. Yeah. You said some really good things about social media. I think a lot of things that I see obviously working, like I think I've coached through the academy over 800 contractors, you know, so I look at a lot of profiles, I look at a lot of businesses, websites, all that stuff. I'm so passionately interested in in that side of things and how people present themselves and how do we make people take action on our service and why should they use us? So I think that's really important. And I I see not enough people putting their own face on their brand. Like people connect with people on social media. It's not corporate media, it's social media, it's people. People talk to people. You have to have your face on there. So start taking more photos of your face in front of the PowerPoint like this and you know, in front of the light fitting like this because that's what people want to see. They want to see your face and when they see your face, you become that brand and, and that's how you can really get that personal connection with other people. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it is, it's the whole saying, face to a name. You know, it's, not just a, it's not just a metaphor for the sake of being a metaphor. You know, I, I mean, the, the only reason, the, the reason I got inspiration to start you know, jumping on and, and helping Sparkies with their social media. I, I came across one of my customers and, and, you know, sometimes sometimes I like to have a look at my own volition. I, I get a bit cheeky, have a bit of a look at their Facebook and go, well, okay. So I, I came across this one, this one Sparky, and, you know, the, the profile picture, whilst they had a very basic, it was like it was, it was a logo that was created with Times New Roman font. Um, <laughs> And, and, and not only that, it was it was very, very poorly sized. So I've clicked on to have a look at their profile picture and I've just been meted with this pixely mess. Yeah, uh, 16 you know, bit. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it was kind of like looking at an old Game Boy game, you know. Yeah. I look at this and I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, so, so I reached out to this particular guy and I said, hey, look, man, you know, uh, like you're one of my customers on a service I want to offer to you is oh, I want to have a look at your social media and, and, you know, maybe maybe see what's going on, see if we can help you with maybe a better logo, you know, it's more tailored to your business and, and have a look and see how you can better reach out to people because this guy had six Facebook likes, mm. um, you know, so not – and they were probably family and friends, you know, yeah. not, a, not, a, not a big page. So, so I look – and, of course, the first response is to get defensive, you know. Yeah, it's instinctual. You know, someone's attacking my work. This isn't nice. So, you know, we, we had a bit of a conversation. I, I, like, I helped him understand where I was coming from. I said, look, I've gone to your page and I said, as a consumer, I find this very difficult to look at. What I think we could do is go through, I'll teach you about analytics, how to best target the audiences that you want to target for the products that you want to target, help you out with a few samples and such as well so you can get some content on your page and we'll tackle it from there. And, and, and surely enough, you know, his, his page, whilst you know, not, not garnering a massive following. It started to take off a lot better. It looks a lot nicer. Um, you know, so it's, it, it is really about putting, helping people put themselves on the map. And, you know, I take great pride in being help, able to help to assist with that, you know. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. What are, what are some other things that you notice on social platforms that when you're looking over and what are some other things that you notice that people are doing that, could be negatively impacting their chances of getting work. 
Well, I mean, I notice a lot of a lot of Sparkies themselves uh, really don't put their contact details, um, especially on Facebook. I find that, you know, I mean, it's twenty twenty. You know, uh, I don't feel like I should have to message a Facebook page to book a time. Um, it feels kind of strange and and primitive to myself. Like it's it's the same it's the same principle of putting your face out there. Let your contact details be known because the more accessible you are the more calls that are going to come in people are going to people would people would look at a facebook page with a phone number and go wow i can call them immediately i've got my phone out let's give them a buzz and tea in a time as opposed to nothing being there and maybe you have to you having to go to google and jumping on google to try and find a phone number or you know pulling out the yellow pages to try and find a phone number yeah uh so so i, I notice a lot of that i notice a lot of people just not putting their contact details out for the world to see and, and i think that that genuinely hampers you know, their, their accessibility with jobs as well. I mean, fa- Facebook do provide a lot of fields for you to pop in. They pop in hours of operation, which, I mean, in a Sparky's world can obviously be varied, um, you know, but but they put all of these fields out here for you, to, for you to generate a brand and generate a face for yourself, and a lot of people are not utilising them, and I think that that hampers, hampers their accessibility to work as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and... Um if you're a bit nervous about having your personal number on there, go get yourself another phone. It's not that much more expensive to have a separate number and then have that as the number that you put everywhere, like stick it everywhere. People like mobile numbers too because they can text them, they can call them, you know, that's, that's the sort of stuff. If you're growing your business, like what I did was I handed over my old phone number to my ops manager and that's like the main mobile number of the company now and I went and got myself a new phone which... It was so awesome when I did that because <laughs> it went from like 100 plus calls every day to nearly no calls every day. That was so good, except for, from staff and stuff. But yeah, even even going to the office manager, that was a big relief. So so anyone that's you know building their businesses now, like that's a, something that you can consider doing once you once you scale it up and, and put on an operations manager. You can hand over that mobile number that you are using whether it's the one your personal number or it's the one that you bought for purposely to get text messages and phone calls from the business and then hand that over. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. What are, what are some things that you see people doing right on social media since we're talking about social? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, look, everyone that listens to the podcast can look at you as a shining example. Um, you know, being able to, to make... I mean, myself, like I'm, I'm the most generic consumer that, that that's out there. I like to have a laugh. If I have a laugh at something, I become genuinely interested in the product. That's just how I roll. And I think a lot of Australians are the same. You know, being able to look at a Facebook page, and I'll, I'll give you an idea. I'll give a shout out to Stately Electrical. Actually, um, I, I follow them on Instagram, um, and I was I was watching them do. Uh, do some squats with a couple of posts, um, you know, whilst on site, um, you know, so that was, that's pretty funny, but yeah, I, th- I think it's about personability is, is more important than ever said, so, you know, living in a digital age, people are consuming a lot more media digitally. So I look at Facebook pages and, you know, if they are not afraid to not, th- not take themselves so seriously and like to have a joke and a laugh, then I immediately, it catches my attention. Yeah. So if there, yeah, if there's any advice that I could come out with with here, you know, not only 
make sure you've got your face on the product and, you know, helping people understand who you are and what you're about, show that you're willing to have a laugh as well because one global commonality is that everybody likes to have a laugh, you know. That, yep. that, that's it. And, and like I said, with, with yourself and the work that you do with response, you know, stuff is hilarious, man. I get <laughs> Like I said, when I, when I first started LinkedIn, I get kicks out of it all the time. Uh, <laughs> but that is it's such a fantastic way to build a brand. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a uh, like I'll share a little bit of a personal journey through like pushing myself into being quite extreme on social media. I'm like I'm quite extreme personality anyway. So if you meet me in person, we're hanging out. I'm the clown. I'm the one that jumps around and makes people laugh and does stupid stuff and jumps off things and you know, runs, <laughs> runs around while everyone's sort of sitting. So that's me. But like I found it really hard to initially to put that full authentic me out into social media uh, because when you do, you do get some people that are like, oh, look at this dickhead or look at this idiot or whatever. So, and we actually had a group created that they used to take every post I did and I'll put it in the group and then they would bitch about it. I knew because like my wholesalers and stuff were in the group and they could see it happening. So, but like, what is that? That doesn't say anything about me. It says more about them than it does about me. And do you know what that did for me? It made me want to do it even more, like more extreme. (laughs) So I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to do even more extreme. So then that's when I got the green screen. I was in space and I was just, I was like, fuck these guys. I'm going to go extreme. And um, since doing that, that's what has exploded the social presence because I didn't let a few people's comments stop me from posting. So as long as you're being authentically you, do you. Like if people don't like that, fuck them. Like just do you, you know? And you that there's no and you'll feel so empowered because you are just being you on social media. And when you start doing that, you'll realize like that nothing can bring you down because you've got this really empowering feeling of like this is me and if you don't like it I don't give a shit and you have to build that through these randoms that you know throw out random like things but now no one like I hardly see a negative comment anymore it's like everyone's like oh it's that guy again like they don't even leave a comment anymore <laughs> so like yeah. it's all positive now which is good so. that, that, that's the thing I, I think at the end of the day the your haters should never be your target demographic in the first place. So, you know, just strictly if you are going to be that vulnerable in such a setting, then merely just do your best to focus on the people that you're trying to reach out to, you know. It's, again, I hate to use the analogy, it's 2020 with inverted commas, but, you know, people people are always going to set out to have something negative to say. And it's just about, in your mind, creating this filter to just go, well, I mean, you know, they're not bringing revenue into my company. They're not generating interest on social media for my company. You know, why should I pay them any, any mind or give them the satisfaction? I think the stronger resiliency that you show in these settings as well, as you've said, you know, you just wanted to go, hey, screw it. I'm just going to do it anyway because I love doing it. Then you find that exponentially that number goes down and eventually people just realize, ah, you know, he doesn't care that I have something negative to say. What's the point? Yeah, it's like a bully at school. Like if the the person being bullied doesn't react, then they're boring. They don't get a reaction out of them. They stop bullying them because it's like, oh, they're boring. So so I don't have any fun bullying you because you don't react to it. So like, so um, something to, to note though 
is if you, you have to keep a careful eye on your posts. If you're gonna do something a bit weird and a bit out there, um, go for it, I fully support it. Can you send it to me? I'd love to see it. I'll be your best supporter. But, um, but what you have to do is keep a careful eye because if the first comment or two comments is negative, it will encourage other people who are wanting in that negative attacking uh, place in their life to join in and it will just snowball real quick. So you just have to be onto it and if they do come up, just delete them straight away. Make sure your first few comments are positive. Even if you have some friends or colleagues that will post a few positive ones first, that will get other people posting other positive things and a couple of you know people, people that want to say something negative won't even say anything because there's too many positive comments there. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more.